Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling. Start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of... Woke and Free! Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 249th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning along every single week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing that's off the table. This week, we are so excited to have a fabulous, entertaining, insightful conversation with influencer Brittany Alfin. Now, before we dive into the conversation with her, a couple of things to go over. First, have you downloaded the episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, please do so immediately because If you have the app, then you can download the episode and then you can put in your comments and then you can share your questions for Brittany and also tell us your thoughts on the episode. So we really, really, really want you to do that. Now, if you listen to podcasts on a device that for whatever the reason you can't download any more apps on, then go to WokenFree.com, go on the listen tab and then pick your platform of choice where you can follow and subscribe to the show. So iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube channel, subscribe, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, It's a Woken Free World. We are everywhere. Make sure you uh, you definitely follow and subscribe. Also, on WokenFree.com, you can click and to follow and subscribe to the show on the Podbean app. And then on social, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at WokenFree. And if you have 90 seconds, which you do, no question, please, please, please give us a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts on how the show is feeding into your life and what you've enjoyed the most and what you're looking forward to next. You can give us reviews on any platform of choice. Again, go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick where you want to give us a review. Now, when it comes to getting to understand our guest for this week, it would be helpful for y'all to hear her bio. So, Brittany Alfin is uh, a fabulous, fabulous influencer, podcaster, and here is uh, a little bit more about her. So she is a two-time degreed wife and mommy of two hailing from Long Island, New York, woohoo, with Guyanese roots, similar to Khalil. She has dabbled in many different entrepreneurial endeavors, uh, but her main gift that has stuck with her is photography. It has been a stronghold for her for over 10 years. And as of December 2021, she is officially the new me who dis crowd as she has successfully had bariatric weight loss surgery, a VSG to be specific. And after struggling for many years with her weight and her health, she decided to dedicate her social media presence to motivating people to love themselves and take a hold of their health. She is both an advocate for men and women who struggle with their weight and 
she shares her journey through her podcast and her YouTube platforms called My Friend Bari. In addition to that, she likes to bring light to the body positive world with her husband, and they have created a social media tribe by accident. They posted a TikTok video on October 2021, which pretty much uh, their lives have changed from that one video. Uh, they went viral and have since gone viral several times, and now they have the honor and privilege of being able to share their love story with thousands of people who uh, essentially pour into them on a daily basis. And the moral of her story is that she's a woman with a huge heart and enough talent to share and, uh, you know, one heck of a story to tell. And so with that, let's dive into a really fun conversation with Brittany. Now, before we start the conversation, what we do on our podcast is we like to share a little bit about ourselves. And this okay. week, we're asking, would you rather attend the Olympics in its entirety or go to a Super Bowl game? Hmm. Um, I can honestly say I would probably go to the, to the NFL game. Yes. To Why? Yeah. Um, well, my, my father-in-law is actually um, an old, well, I don't want to say old, but an ex-NFL player. Wow. Um, oh, wow. He played in the NFL and the CFL. Don't ask me what teams because I can't remember. <laughs> um, but I know that he played overseas for sure. Um, and my husband uh, likes football. And we've actually gotten into this show called All American where they focus on football. And I've really learned a lot about everything outside of the game of football, just the integrity um, and so mm. much about it, like everything outside of just playing uh, what they call on the show, a kid sport. Yeah. Um, it takes much more than that. So I've definitely learned so much about football and I've actually grown to love it a lot. Say when you say all American, are you talking about the CW 11 show? Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm obsessed yes. with that show. And then also homecoming, like, Oh my, wait a minute. Yes. You just oh. like low key just drop. <laughs> yes. Wait a what are it's you literally, uh, it has a chokehold on me. Like we watch it. We, we didn't have, we have not heard about it um, for a really long time. So we're like four seasons behind. We started watching the homecoming one first. And I'm like, these characters are way too developed for us to be coming into their first season. So then we did some research and found out that there were other, that was a whole four seasons, you know, behind. And I'm like, oh, well now we have something to be addicted to. And yes. man, it is amazing. I'm it like, is these so amazing. I love it. that you said that. You're so awesome. You made my day. Yes. I'm obsessed <laughs> with that show. And I just, cause you know how hard it is to find more positive representations of, you know, black and brown people. Now, granted there is drama and there is some classic, you know, hood and, you know, the violence gang, all that stuff. But overall, I would say it's a more wholesome show. And some of those oh, characters yeah. are just quite delicious. So yay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I think I've seen you watch it. You've it. seen me yeah. drooling at the table. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. And what I've gathered from the show, even though it's based around football, is that everyone has to face their demons. Each mm. of the characters mm. literally had to face something, yeah. some tragedy, some growth, you know, experience, some type of something that they had to overcome to become the next version of themselves. And I yes. just love how they developed each character. It was so beautiful. Yes. I love it. 
Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> well, with that, uh, let's jump into things. Uh, I think, Khalil, you have the first question, right? Yeah. So you can start us off with telling us, can you, how did you actually become an influencer and a podcaster? Huh. Well, I became an influencer on accident. Um, I am Caribbean at heart, so I have had many, many jobs. Um, I've done many, many things, and I tried to do the influencer thing um, of many years ago, um, and it didn't pan out the way that I wanted to, so I just kind of left the social media scene altogether, just had a, so- a regular personal uh, social media page, and then um, me and my husband decided to do something new for our wedding anniversary of last October. He is heavy into social media. Um, and I was like, let's just, you know, do a TikTok. I don't know anything about TikTok, but let's just try doing one of the little challenges that we saw. We did it and I didn't get back on the app because I wasn't into social media like that. A couple of days later, we got back on. Um, and I was like, babe, I think I did something. I think I broke the app because my notifications had been going crazy and I had no idea. Um, and then I was like, okay, so we went viral and then we went, went and did another video and that video went viral. And 10 videos later, um, we started going viral more often. We hit a million views on like, I want to say our third video. Um, and we just, yeah. And it was, it was just us using our personality, just being who we are. And I'm like, people really like that. (laughs) Like that's so odd to me, (laughs) but, um, you know, a lot of people were just inspired by our vulnerability and our honesty. And we just kind of felt a calling to, and a purpose to continue to offer that reassurance to people that were single, people that were in a relationship wanting to move towards marriage, married people. Um, We even have a lot of older people that have been married for 25 plus years that just give us advice and tips, um, congratulate us on the, the milestones that we've overcome within our marriage. So we've just turn this into something that has been our ministry and we didn't even realize it. Um, Mm. And then that kind of branched me into the podcasting scene. Once I got my surgery, Um, people just like being a part of the conversation about health. Um, Mm. They liked understanding my, my thought process through things. So I was like, cool, I guess, you know, giving advice and showing up for people is part of the purpose and calling that God has. So (laughs) That's kind of how we got into it. Okay. And so now that you're kind of down this journey for, you know, down the road for this journey, would you say that like looking back, would you say there is a key to kind of how you put your content together or the type of topics you, you pull and draw into the, into your creative space, any type of like tips that you would like to share there or things, trends that you now are like, Oh, this makes sense. Because when we talk about X, Y, Z, you know, things like that. Um, I definitely think staying true to who you are, whether you're a business owner or just an individual trying to discover your purpose. Um, And I say that because we do have fans, me and my husband on our platform, but we also have people that I feel are professional trollers. Um, So they Mm. really come onto the comments. Um, They even come into our DMs sometimes and they just plant seeds to make you feel insignificant. 
Um, mm. And if you're true to who you are, then those things don't bother you. Sometimes my husband is triggered and, you know, we're just natural human reaction. You're triggered and you want to say something, but you have to understand that that comes with the territory of your purpose. And when you know what you're called to do and you understand, you know, who you are, and you're grounded in that, then those things are just people just being people. They're, they're going to be people that love you. They're going to be people that don't love you. Um, but you just have to be solid and grounded in who you are to really be able to pursue whatever it is. And that's just, you got to stay true to yourself. At the end of the day, this is what God has put me in a position to do. And if you're comfortable with that, then everybody else either is going to love it or hate it, but you still have to keep moving forward. So Absolutely. that's my grand tip. <laughs> no, great, great advice there. Can you share with us your weight loss journey and what has been the most meaningful lesson that you've learned to date? Absolutely. Um, honestly, I kind of just got on the positive side of the weight loss um, because this journey is, I think people, when they start to get into weight loss surgery, they think that, you know, it's all about the weight and it's really not. It The weight coming off is the physical things that other people can see. But the mental journey along the way is what really shapes your whole wellness and fitness journey. Um, I think for me personally, how that journey started was I had to come to the realization that I struggled really bad with body dysmorphia and didn't even understand what that fully meant um, in totality until I started doing research. I started finding other people that dealt with the same thing. And I realized that that blockage was causing me to still hold on to some weight, um, which was stress, which was anxiety. Um, mm. And it shows its, its butt in different ways. Um, so it made me kind of take a step back and really assess, like, why are you on this journey? Is it just to achieve a number on the scale or are you doing this for your overall health? Um, and I had that conversation with myself probably last month. Um, and I really just had to buckle down and get into some personal development, some self-care and really mm. channel like, okay, this is the route that you're going. You want to be healthy all, you know, all around. It's not just about the number on the scale. That's a huge, you know, factor, but you have to be mentally ready. You have to be physically ready. You have to be emotionally ready. Um, and during this whole weight loss journey, I have learned so much about myself. Um, I was able to get through some traumas, dig up some skeletons that, you know, I just put in a closet and just decided that I wasn't going to deal with. Not mm. because I couldn't, not because I wasn't strong enough, cause just because I didn't want to. Um, and I realized that those things were showing themselves as weight that I was still carrying. Mm. Um, and because of that, people don't realize like women do carry emotional weight. Like yeah. that is not just something that just magically disappears when we decide to change our eating. But emotional weight is a thing that can keep you on the scale when you're not trying to be on the scale. Mm -hmm. um, so I just learned to really deal with those things and stop using them as excuses um, to stay stagnant. Um, mm -hmm. I just I had to do my work. And yeah. it, because of that, it really caused me to be able to move forward in my goals. Um, I found a newfound love for fitness, um, helping others through their fitness journey, just encouraging them. Um, and I actually found sports psychology, which I didn't even know was a thing. Um, but I ended yeah. up finding that arena because I, I 
through my studies with that, I realized that a lot of people can't break the barrier of weight loss because they're dealing with mental illness. They're dealing with mental issues um, and traumas that they face that discourage them along their fitness journey. So they lost five pounds, they got excited, and then they gained the five pounds back. And that discouraged them from continuing their journey, from even trying to do more. Um, and people just give up and they start sulking and they want to, you know, pacify that emotion of feeling defeated or feeling like they're a failure. And it just causes a spiral of health issues that just started from a thought, from an emotion that, you know, you didn't overcome something. But the truth about weight loss and a fitness journey or a health journey in general is there are peaks and there are valleys, just like in life. There are good mm. days, there are bad days. And you just have to go through those ebbs and flows to get to your goal, but it's not going to be a straight road, you know? And I think a lot of people get discouraged in that. And yeah, that's That's wonderful. I've learned all of that in in five months. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. And have you hit like the goals, not just the weight goals, but like the, the personal uh, empowerment and, and kind of release of, of emotional baggage to to date through this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, For the most part, I think I'm like 85, maybe 90% there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm now at the point where I am dealing with all of the the mom guilt, um, the personal guilt, just things that I've put on my plate that no one kind of helped me put on my plate. Mm -hmm. Um, But just getting in my own way, in my own head, I'm learning to really, you know, take the meat and spit out the bones (laughs) um, and really deal with that because... Whew, it is intense when you're beating yourself up and it's nobody's fault, but your own, like you gotta mm. let it go. <laughs> mm. Love that. Thank you for that vulnerability. Mm. That That's incredible. And so being that you mentioned it earlier, uh, we also are of Caribbean background. Khalil has Guyanese roots and I have Jamaican roots. And so ah. just, this, yes, big up. Uh, <laughs> I'm Guyanese. I love oh, it. Wow. <laughs> yes. Hams, what up? Uh, you know, yes. we wanted to know how does your Caribbean background like play a role in either the content you make or even some of the opportunities you pursue since you mentioned kind of dabbling and your own entrepreneurial journey. I know we in your in your um previous conversations with us, you've shared that you have a passion for photography. So love to hear how being Guyanese has impacted all of that. Um, I can honestly say that you know, having that bonus culture. Um, I love, you know, black roots, but it's different when you have like that little extra, you know, seasoning, that little extra Mm -hmm. jerk added Mm -hmm. to your portion. Um, And, (laughs) you know, really being true to my culture and understanding that, you know, there's a bigger legacy. Um, Growing up, my dad is the one that's West Indian Guyanese and my mom is just plain old black American. and like because me. of that, <laughs> right? yeah. and because of that, um, you know, it's really just made me want to learn more about my roots, um, which mm. I am really on a journey trying to do <laughs> mm. um, and just understand that in general. But because of that, just knowing that it's in me, um, it's made me get a more of an understanding of my family um, and just seeing the different trends. So most of my family are hustlers on my dad's side. They will mm. go after what they want. You know, in addition to us all being Guyanese, um, we have Trinidadian and everybody's from New York <laughs> or lives in New York. They, wow. they grew up in Guyana and moved to New York when it was time. And I'm like, okay, so we have a double whammy. Like we're all hustlers and we mm. just want to, you know, do what we have to do. 
Um, we don't quit. We don't give up. And that resilience is something that I don't just see in the average American. Um, a lot of people are just driven by, you know, money. They're driven by a status quo. And I realized that even when I visited Haiti, like these people are not out here at sun up because they want to be out here, but they're out here because they see a bigger picture. They understand that, you know, mm. this is not the end. This is not something that I can quit doing because if, if there, if it's going to get done, it's because I have to do it. Mm. Um, and that go getter just vibe and energy um, definitely makes me be, uh, it, it's proud. It makes me proud mm. <laughs> to Absolutely. say that, you know, I have that, that, blood running through me because whew, it is that I cannot fail. And it's not because I don't want people to judge me. It's just because, you know, it's, it's just in me. It's, mm. it's in my family. It's in my legacy to just do what needs to be done and to leave a legacy worth being prideful of, you know, as a culture, as a family. So try yeah. to hold on to that, that DNA. Love that. Yeah. If someone wanted to become an influencer or a podcaster, what is your number one tip you would share with them? Mm, um, find your niche and stick to it. Um, your oh. niche may not be popular. It may not be something that people, you know, gravitate to at first, meaning everybody can't be a dancer on TikTok. Some of us were not gifted with the moves of Chris Brown and Usher and Michael Jackson. Some of us <laughs> were, you know, gifted with the, the gift of speech, encouragement, um, just showing what we do behind the scenes. Um, some, some of us were just not gifted to be on social media. <laughs> but, you know, you just have to find what your niche is, what comes natural to you, um, because then it stops feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to show up for this social media app. It, it becomes a, I get to inspire it. It goes from being a job to being something that, you know, returns gratitude because mm. you, you get to do something. You get to show up for people. You get to change people's lives. Um, and it doesn't have to be something so monumental. It can just be something as simple as showing up you know, in the dance arena, sometimes people just need humor. They need joy. They need to see, you know, something coming from you and it can be in any form, but you just need to find your niche and stick to it. Um, even if you have to make it up, even if it's, you know, mm -hmm. just sitting there, I, I think TikTok now has this, this thing where people like eating on TikTok and for some people, wow. okay. it just does it for them. Like they love watching those videos and I'm like, I mean, if that's what floats your boat, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to watch anybody eat, <laughs> per Indeed. se. Um, yeah. Because first of all, I'm a foodie at heart, and it's going to make me hungry. Mm -hmm. but, <laughs> you know, I just I don't want to watch somebody eat, but there are some people that get enjoyment out of that, and there are people that make crazy money eating on TikTok and Instagram. Hmm. And I'm like, wow. you found your niche. Uh, you get fed, <laughs> and then... You start getting like sponsors, people sending you their food. I'm like, cool, that works for you. It's not going to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a cute eater. Like, at yeah, all. same here. Yeah, it's ugly mess, but it's delicious. But right. yeah, no. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Now, being that you have, uh, you know, you've gone on this weight loss journey, I really wanted to hear your thoughts on body positivity and the movement that is, because as we know, uh, 
I imagine you know, right? So body positivity means so many different things to so many different people. Like, so wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, what does it mean to you? But then also, uh, what are some misconceptions? Because especially I find that we've seen when, when, you know, popular people do lose weight, people get accused of being not body positive or, you know, like that type of narrative. We do not prescribe to that. We prescribe to whatever you need to do for you is, is good for you. (laughs) And that, you know, people need to stay in their lane and, and a little bit less judgment and just champion other human beings. So with that, what are your thoughts? Um, honestly, I feel like people in general don't understand body positivity. Mm. So the narrative that I've seen for body body positivity since mm, uh, maybe 2016 is that larger people or people that are plus size or fluffy are the only people that can be body positive because they are the ones that have to learn how to accept. Um, Mm. One of my best friends is skinny and she does not like being skinny. And I'm like, girl, there are people that are 400 pounds that would kill to have your body. And she's like, it's not about that. It's about the fact that, you know, she can't gain the weight. She can't do Mm. certain things to enhance. Um, And there are some people that are plus size that go to the gym, they lift the weights, they eat clean, they do all that. And that's just their body type. Mm -hmm. And personally, you know, I just feel like body positivity just means accepting your body, no matter the conditions. Um, whether you're plus size, it doesn't matter whether you're skinny, it doesn't matter whether you're just average build, athletic build, whatever it is, you don't have to have scars, you don't have to have cellulite, you don't have to have love handles, you don't have to have any of those things to qualify to be positive about your body. Um, It's honestly just saying, you know what, I have this going on, and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of whatever my body delivers to you today. Um, And I think that the misconception is that your body positive Mm. every day, Mm. Um, every day. I'm not loving my body. Um, There are Mm. some days where I love what I have on. You can't tell me anything. I don't care if you see my mom stretch marks. I don't care if you (laughs) see, you know, my mom boobs hanging. I don't care. You're just going to get what I give you today because today I felt like I was beautiful. I felt like my body was giving what it was supposed to give. Mm. Um, everything's working together. And there are some days where I'm like, babe, I'm not leaving the house. Like, Aww. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> in what I have in my closet. I don't want to go out the house. And it's not because I'm not appreciative of my journey. But some days, you know, there's just life happens. You want to mm. show up in a certain way. Um, and every day, you know, the, the I, I followed countless people that promoted body positivity. And then I followed this one person on TikTok. I think it's like, I think her name is like Spooky Celine or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she does these like jokes with her husband mm-hmm. where she'll say, you know, she'll say, hey, Adam, and then say a knock knock joke or something. And then it's something so just silly. Like, he's just like, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> and she started to really show that vulnerability um, and she's always showing up, smiling and being positive. And then she started showing these like really dark kind of videos of her just dealing with the comments of people asking her, you know, you and Adam have been together so long. Why are you guys not trying for a baby? And she just oh, went through wow. her whole miscarriage situation. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm oh, like, wow. And it's like, People want you when you're trying to be positive, whether it's in your personal life or just your body, they want you to show up all the time and be that way. 
And she made a video and said, this is not every day. What y'all get is the days that it's good. <laughs> Sometimes, mm. you know, those days aren't there. Every day is not a good day. And I think that people have this misconception that just because you love your body on Tuesday, that you're going to love your body on Thursday. That's not the case. Mm. Again, everything in life is about hills, valleys. You get mm-hmm. the peaks, you get the valleys. Like that yeah. includes how you feel about your body. And that doesn't mean that it's a setback. It just mm. means that you're human, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that. Like <laughs> loving yeah. yourself, even in marriage, you know, some days you love your partner. Some days you're like, I like you a lot. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, That's hilarious. It's just seasons. It's seasons. <laughs> Indeed. <Wow. laughs> Definitely seasons. <laughs> I hope he listens to this episode. Yes. <laughs> and you can tell, he I can comment and tell us how he feels. <laughs> I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, some days I am so grateful that you're my husband. Other days, I promise you, I get on indeed. And I'm like, husband for sale. You know, I y'all can sign up and do something, try to throw you on Etsy. Y'all sign up, like whatever website can take you. Something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These streets be calling my name. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's hilarious. Throwing, kids, throwing them two kids in that uh, yep. child tax credit. Something. Mm. Y'all gotta go. Lord. Well, what's next for you then? How can the Woken Free Nation champion you? Um, I am actually, you guys are like the first people to hear this. Um, I am actually in the works of writing out a book. Um, Yeah. Listen, I am a writer at heart. That is my first love. Um, I've Mm. literally been writing poems and lyrics since I was six. Um, yeah, (laughs) man, it's so therapeutic. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, I've just decided, um, to write out my emotions and the things, you know, along this weight loss journey, I have been able to address a lot of my skeletons in the closet, a lot of traumas and things. And there I've come to the conclusion that sometimes when you deal with traumas, you can't talk to the people that caused the trauma. Mm. Um, You can't go to them and get that resolve that you're looking for. And because of that, I was like, well, I can't express it to them. So I'm just going to write it out in the form of prose and poem writing um, because I don't know what else to do. I'm like, Mm. I have to get it out. And that writing has really helped me. So I'm in the process of doing that um, now. I've started in February of this year and Every time I get to a new level of something, I'm like, let me write it down and get it out mm. in a nice way where, you know, it's poetry and others can relate. Like, I've just been trying to get it out. So it's been a few months. I am almost halfway done. <laughs> but, that is awesome. Yeah. That's oh, wow. Great. Yeah, that is fantastic. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing more therapeutic than sitting with your feelings and trying mm-hmm. to sift through them and make sense of them. And then if you, you know, have the good sense to say, you know what, the world can benefit from this. That's incredible. So we champion you. Uh, Welcome Free Nation. When her book launches, we all have to get a copy. And yes. uh, yeah, definitely would love to connect again, you know, definitely want to support you. So with that, we could talk to you forever, but uh, you're amazing. So Thank we know you. you have a lot of things to do. So with that, can you give us last words of wisdom that you'd like to share with Welcome Free Nation? Um, yes, this is something that I tell everybody that messages me um, about their journey, life journey, marriage, whatever. Be gentle with yourself. Um, be gentle. 
no mm-hmm. matter what it looks like, no matter how hard it is, just be gentle with yourself. Um, that's it. Beautiful. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you, Brittany. Yes, so great you. for having you on, sharing your journey. And we just champion you for doing amazing content and sharing your your authentic story with you and your husband. And uh, y- y'all are adorable and amazing. So thank you for coming thank on. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me. It looks like we are at that time again. It is the coming to the end of our 249th episode of Woken Freak. Quite the episode meeting and understanding and really getting to know Brittany Alfin. Now, Kalil, what do folks need to do now? They know to come back next week for the new Woken Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation and make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at wokeandfree.com fabulous now for folks who are interested on being a guest on the show we've gotten hitting up we have a lot of guests that we've already kind of booked for 2022 so really start to to start thinking about 2023 i know 2022 is not over uh, just quite yet but we are uh, nearly at capacity so hit us up on our contact us page at wokeandfree.com that's w-o-k-e-n F-R-E-E.com. On social, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And for sponsorships or collaboration queries, hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.